This is Walkie Talkies. I'm Director of Sport and Active Health at Canterbury Christchurch University, Paul Carney. Walkie Talkies. From Canterbury Christchurch University. This is a podcast that aims to socially connect our university community whilst also getting you out for a walk. In today's episode, I speak with Dan Stretch from Sports Lab, who gives me a tour of the new sports science facilities in the university's Verena Homes building. But first, one of the producers of this podcast, James Cook, catches up with Juliet Flynn and the People, Culture and Inclusion team to find out all about people, culture and inclusion at the university. Hi, Juliet. Thank you so much for joining me today. Hi, James. Good to be here. So, Juliet, I'd love it if you could tell us a little bit about your role here at the university and also how you got started. Yeah, sure. So I've been here at the university for about five years now. Um, My original career choice was in HR, um, but I moved as the years have gone by into more of a development role, which I'm much happier in. So yeah, been part of the university for five years as part of um, what is now called the People, Culture and Inclusion Team. Um, And I'm a consultant in that team. And I just really love being part of the university, actually. I love being part of my team, but but I love the university more broadly um, because there's something about um, a university, the purposes of a university being about realising the potential in people, whether that's our students, our staff, uh, reaching out to the local community. And and that kind of uh, purpose, I suppose, really connects to me that real value of of, uh, realising potential um, and we're we're a small team but we've got a really kind of big remit in terms of kind of the potential for impact that we have across the organization yeah I can see that kind of development work being so important and as you say having quite an impact across the university would you be able to tell me a little bit more about the people culture and inclusion team yeah, so so we became that um, a few months ago, which was where um, the inclusion element came into our team. But so there are lots of different elements of, of, of our team. I think probably the one that we're most well known for, if you like, across the university is the, the people development side of it um, and the staff development program that we that we have. Um, so as well as the workshops that we're kind of known for, we've got loads of e-learning. We uh, offer coaching and mentoring. Uh, we run learning sets and networks. We've got online resources and blogs and all sorts of things like that because we really want to uh, find different ways for everybody to connect with their own individual development and kind of be empowered in that rather than waiting for the next workshop to come. So giving people lots and lots of different options to to, to really engage with their own development. Mm, yeah. So that's kind of really at the core of our team, that, that kind of people development side. Yeah. Um, but as I said, there's kind of lots of other different facets to our team as well. Um, and one of them is called organizational development, which perhaps people aren't so familiar with as a phrase or, or really know what that means. Um, 
and that's probably the wider cultural work that we get involved with. Um, so whether it's uh, projects across the whole organisation or working with individual teams or groups of people um, to help them create a culture, be kind of fit for the future, if you like. Okay, yeah. So that kind of draws us into other pieces of work like staff engagement activities, staff surveys, change management, all of those kinds of things. So some really, really interesting big pieces of work. And of course, staff well-being is a really important part of that as well, which is my particular passion. And then the third strand of our department, um, of our team, is the inclusion piece. So we brought in the equality, diversity and inclusion function into our team, which is great because it allows us to really make sure we then kind of have that inclusive lens across everything we do. Yeah, and that's so important. Um, so you mentioned that you enjoyed being part of the, the well-being side of things. Would you say that's probably your favourite part of your job? I would probably say so. I mean, I'm really lucky in that my job, as, as I say, is really diverse and, and has lots of different strands. But I think the element that gets me excited, that gets me kind of fired up, I suppose, is that um, is the well-being side, uh, staff well-being. Um, and I'm really lucky that I kind of uh, have the opportunity to 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 explore that and, and think about what makes a difference to staff well-being. And, and yes, it's sometimes the the events and activities and things, but also I think well-being is a cultural uh, uh, project as well to think about how do we create an environment in the university that enables people to work at their best, where people enjoy coming to work, where they want to be part of the team that they're in, that they they are supported and feel healthy. And, you know, at the moment in the last year, that's really come into focus, hasn't it? Because mm -hmm. the challenges that people are working um, with at home and and uh, at the university are, are really acute and um, if whatever we as a university can do to to support well-being of of our colleagues is is just completely fundamental to who we are in my view um, so I love getting involved in projects and and different pieces of work that that really make a difference it feels like I make a difference um, and that it really motivates me Mm, I think I think it really does make a difference um, to both myself and, and colleagues that I've spoken to as well. What would you say some of your highlights have been? Oh, that's a really tough question. Uh, highlights. Well, do you know what? I d at the moment, I've got a real buzz at the moment, um, genuinely. Uh, just before we, you know, we had this call, I came from one of our daily wellbeing pause events. So this is events that we're running throughout this month, February, um, that just uh, encourages colleagues to, to take a pause in their day. Everyone's so busy. It's very easy to sit in front of your screen all day um, and not take a moment, take a breath. Um, and so we're running this series of events, which is just 10 minutes every day, uh, just with different topics and just getting people to come along and have a conversation, connect with somebody different. And they've been so wonderful. So many people have responded positively to the idea, have got involved, either volunteering to host things or have come along and joined in. And that gives me a real buzz because I think actually people 
I guess un, uh, I've understood what I was trying to to achieve. That it it wasn't about fundamentally changing what's going on in the world. It's just making sure that we all take a breath um, and and look after ourselves at one you know at a particular moment in time. So I think for me that's. It, that's been a real high to to recognise that perhaps you know we've tapped into something that that really is making a difference to people. Mm, and it is really a fantastic idea as well. Uh, how can colleagues get involved in the broader package of bits and pieces that your department has on offer? Ah, uh, well, uh, all sorts of ways. Um, our staff net pages are, are kind of our, our face, if you like. So if you want to know anything that's going on in terms of workshops or access to the e-learning, et cetera, et cetera, that's a really good place to start. But if there is anyth- ever anything you can't find, drop us an email. Um, we're a small team, um, but we're a really friendly bunch and we're really, really up for conversations um, with anybody. If you've got ideas of things that we could do or that you want to do, that you want to get involved with, just get in touch with us. We're on Twitter. We've got a blog page. You know, we try really hard to kind of reach out and connect to people. That's brilliant. Juliet, thank you so much for talking to me today. It's been really interesting. Great. It's been fantastic talking to you. Thank you, James. As part of my chat with Juliet, we also did a bit of a meet the team with the People, Culture and Inclusion team to give you a better idea of who the team are and what their job entails. This is Harriet Robb. She's an organisational and people development advisor. Um, Okay, so um, I'm Harriet Robb and my job title is um, organisational and people development advisor. I always want to say manager there, but I'm an advisor. I keep promoting myself, but it's definitely advisor. I I have a project focus in my role and um, my key focus at the moment is um, designing and starting to implement an apprenticeship scheme for the university. This is Michelle. She is a People, Culture and Inclusion Coordinator. My name is Michelle Meadows. I'm the People, Culture and Inclusion Coordinator. Um, so primarily my role is to be the central point of contact um, in terms of sort of the front-facing element of the team. So when we have queries come in, um, whether it's via email or via phone, um, hopefully I can most of the time sort of Um, answer people's questions or queries otherwise I can divert it off to a member of the team. This is Mike he's an equality diversity and inclusion advisor. Hi I'm Mike Chenley I'm the equality diversity and inclusion advisor and um, last few years we've been specialising in addressing the gender imbalances across schools and the university and putting in support for the minority groups um, to help them with promotions um, recruitment, and then we'll soon be um, applying this to um, the BAME network as well. This is Zoe. She's a digital learning and development advisor. Hi, I'm Zoe Connell. I'm the digital learning and development advisor. I create the e-learning courses and look after our digital staff development provision. Um, I also support and advise on um, our use of technology um, in the team. And I'm passionate about using technology to help support people's development, growth and learning. 
This is Lynn Gill, Organisational and People Development Manager. Hi, my name's Lynn Gill. Uh, my job title is Organisational and People Development Manager. Um, my main responsibilities is, um, is to look after the uh, People, Culture and Inclusion team, which at the moment consists of Michelle and Zoe, who are two brilliant administrators and um support mechanisms for all things learning and development. This is Amanda McLean. She's Head of People, Culture and Inclusion. So I'm Amanda McLean. I'm Head of People, Culture and Inclusion. Uh, and so I'm very much about ensuring that we have an inclusive work and study environment for staff and students here at Canterbury Christchurch. Um, and that can involve all sorts of things. So a lot of it is about changing cultures, working with different groups of people. It can be about training. It can be about coaching. All of those wonderful things uh, to support people. And a lot of it is about getting people having conversations. So I think one of the things that, that we do is we're enablers. We're trying to bring people together, make the connections, help people network together to show actually what fantastic stuff is is already going on. But actually, how can we amplify that by bringing the right people together to work on it even more? So that's what we do. If you're keen to find out more from Juliet and the team, you can find them on Twitter by searching CCCU People Development or take a look at their web pages on StaffNet. Next, I speak with Sports Lab Manager Dan Stretch as he gives me a guided tour of the incredible new sports science facilities in the university's brand new Verena Homes building. Good morning. It's a beautiful day and I'm joined outside the Verena Homes building by Dan Stretch. Dan, could you introduce yourself, please? Thank you very much, Paul. Um, hi, I'm Dan Stretch. I'm a senior lecturer um, here and sports lab manager. Perfect. Thank you. And before we go into the building, could you tell us a little bit about what Sports Lab does? So Sports Lab is the uh, university's sports science consultancy unit. So we um, provide services to athletes, teams, uh, businesses, we have lots of different consultants and staff that get involved in that work. And uh, we really pride ourselves on getting our students involved in that work. So we're able to really provide our students with some real industry experience whilst they're studying with us, as well as generating income for the university um, as well. So today we're joining Dan to do a tour of the sports science section of the new Verena Homes building um, to take a look in the, the labs and the new rooms that they've created. Um, so Dan, where are we now? Thanks, Paul. Well, we're actually in uh, one of our lecture theatres, um, which is where we hope to see many of our students over the coming years. Um, just really excited to be in all of these new facilities. I think it's an absolutely wonderful investment from the university, which will lead to many fantastic graduates supporting industry and, and jobs uh, locally and, and nationally for many, many decades to come. So um, this main lecture theatre is absolutely beautiful space, really embedded within the sport and exercise science laboratories here, um, but it will be used by all sorts of different uh, programs and, and courses, which would be really nice because we'll see all different types of students in and around our labs as well. 
Brilliant. Thank you. And could you just say a little bit about what types of programs you have in sports science at the university at the moment? Well, there's a test for me. I'll see if I can reel them off and get in trouble when I forget one. Um, so probably our biggest cohort is obviously in our sport and exercise science program, but we have courses in uh, sport coaching science. There's PE and sport and exercise science. There's physical education and physical activity. We have another course in sport and exercise psychology, and then there's also psychology, sport and exercise. So slightly uh, a different variation on that as well. And we also have uh, sports therapy and rehabilitation, which has started recently as an, and is an incredibly popular course as well. I think what's really nice about that is we have a, a wonderful learning community where all of our students get to interact because they'll have shared modules um, and shared experiences. And it means that they really have a, a nice environment where they get to meet so many other students and uh, expert staff across those areas as well. Brilliant. Thanks, Dan. Um, this is an amazing lecture theatre, but can we go and see something a little bit more sciencey now? Certainly. Okay, so this is more like it. Um, we've arrived in a room where we can see all of the pipes and all the um, junction boxes and flues up in the ceiling. Looks very industrial. Uh, lots of bikes, lots of equipment. Dan, what's this room for? So, Paul, this is called uh, our sports science studio. Uh, I absolutely love it in here. It's got 25 watt bikes in, uh, which we use for all sorts of different teaching uh, sessions, uh, but also research and consultancy work. And that's what I really like about our labs that we get all of these different activities going which means they inform each other so like our curriculum is informed by research and real consultancy work as well you can also see some uh, other kit in here so we've got some isokinetic dynamometers where we measure muscle forces or could be used for rehab we have a few treadmills so lots of different ways where we can really assess the uh, effects of, of exercise or sport on the body and, and the way in which uh, that changes the body we've also got some other fun bits of kit so there's a big reaction uh, timer wall over there that we always get a bit of competition with the students going as well. So a really nice room where there's lots of activities going on. Um, and as I said, it might be for research consultancy or teaching as well. So uh, yeah, exciting stuff and lots of fun kit to play on. Okay, so we've moved into what looks like an S&C room to me. Um, so maybe I'll pass to Dan and he can tell us what this room is and what type of equipment's in here. Thanks, Paul. You're exactly right. This is our strength and conditioning lab. Um, it's a lovely area. Uh, previously in our old labs, we... Um had a number of different activities all happening in the same room. So we were often changing it. Now we have a specialist facility for strength and conditioning, and it's absolutely vital for us because we have uh, lots of modules which teach strength and conditioning specifically. And, and next year, we have a brand new postgraduate talk course, which is going to be in strength, conditioning and performance science, which is great because that's expanding our number of uh, courses in the postgraduate area, along with our applied exercise uh, and uh, health science and, and clinical sports psychology courses, as well as research postgraduates. So uh, this area really allows us to, to look at strength and conditioning in more depth. So you might see a lot of dumbbells, but not really any bicep curls in here. It's more about functional movement um, and, and working uh, with athletes, if that's more about performance or, or maybe for uh, exercise and health as well. So there's lots and lots of uh, different kids, all gold standard uh, or in industry standard equipment, 
um, that we can use with our uh, top class athletes. And um, some of our staff are, are lucky enough to work with those that are on maybe Olympic pathways, uh, young athletes or, or other professional athletes that have to do a lot of strength and conditioning work to make sure they're functioning at the best of their ability. Lovely. Thank you. And is this a space that our sports scholars might also use? Certainly. Um, uh, through Sports Lab, we try and really provide uh, our scholars with with a whole range of, of support they're going to need, including workshops and other information on maybe psychology and nutrition. But they're always hankering for uh, more work and information in strength and conditioning as well. So we're really excited to get in these areas with them. Uh, and some of our staff are absolutely superb practitioners that are going to really be able to hopefully give them um, that edge, along with all the other support that uh, Christchurch Sport and Active Health gives them in terms of mentoring and, and and other bits and pieces, which really do mean we're providing our scholars with a, an absolutely fantastic experience whilst they're studying with us to really be dual career athletes and, and try and achieve the most in their sport as well. We've now entered a long, thin room on the lower ground floor, which has a running track on the floor and a golf net at one end. Dan, what's this room? Thanks, Paul. So this is our movement analysis lab. It's an absolutely fantastic area, which, as you say, has a, a full running track on the floor. Um, we have a number of false platforms embedded within the floor as well, so we can measure things like ground reaction forces. So one of the projects, for example, lots of our students always like doing each year is maybe looking at different trainer types or different running styles and things like that as well as part of their, their research or their studies. We have lots of uh, other 3D cameras around the wall mounted on scaffolding so we can do 3D analysis, um, which is absolutely a fantastic thing for our students to be able to get involved in as well. Um, and we have lots of other kits. You can say there's a, a golf net up at the moment. So uh, right now, there's also some some sort of teaching going on where they're preparing for a, a session on performance analysis, which they're going to be doing later today and looking at analysing golf swing as well. So lots of really specialist, uh, expensive, fun kit for our students to play on as well. Um, and we also try and you know make sure we're running our pioneering research in here as well. So uh, there's a project uh, which is called Motion, which is going to be uh, taking place in here soon as well. Um, and, and also getting clients in and, and our scholars will also spend some time in these areas uh, trying to improve their performance as well. So we've reached the final stop on our tour for today and I'm standing in another lab space where I can see a bod pod, an altitude chamber and lots of other exciting equipment. And then through the window, I can see something which looks far more like a, a research clinic. So Dan, where are we now? Thanks, Paul. Well, we're in uh, our physiology lab, um, which is a wonderful space. It's actually about four times the size of our previous uh, physiology lab. And as you said, there's some amazing kitting here, for example, a bod pod, which measures body composition and altitude chamber where we can simulate different altitudes for uh, our athletes or for research purposes. Um, we've got a, a huge treadmill embedded in the floor where we run lots of things like um, different max tests for athletes. And once again, in these areas, we're really looking to provide the skills to our students so they can go out into the world and be sports scientists or, or work in whatever industry um, they might 
want to work in afterwards. As you said, next to us, we've also got a, a couple more labs, which are, are eventually going to also act as a, a clinic for our uh, sports therapy and rehab students to operate in and also as a, a commercial clinic. Um, and there's various other bits and pieces of kits, so more isokinetic dynamometers for measuring uh, muscle strength and, um, and muscle forces and things like that as well. So it's a, a lovely area. We've also got our uh, technician office very close. So we've got a wonderful team of technicians that support all of our learning, our research and our consultancy work. So it means there's always people around who can uh, help you out if you're not sure exactly what you're doing with some of this uh, this kit as well. So uh, yeah, really fantastic areas um, that, that will be a hive of activity for many years to come, uh, covering all sorts of, of, of different bits. We've also got another big um, uh, lab for teaching our sports therapy and rehab students so where they can learn all of their skills that they're going to need throughout their degree as well which is actually on the on the first floor so lots of different areas for all of our students staff business uh, members of the public to, to play in over the the decades to come wonderful thanks dan um if they were interested how could staff of the university come and have a go on some of the toys you've got here well, there's lots of different opportunities. There's always many different uh, research programs running. And because we're always looking to provide our uh, opportunities for our students as well, we look to run uh, different experiments, familiarizations, different testing things to, to keep everyone upskilled on the, the kit as often as possible. So one of the ways you might be able to get involved in anything like that would be to email sportslab at canterbury.ac.uk. Um, and if you have any questions or want to know a little bit about what we do here and, and the work we do with uh, athletes or, or teams or want to, as Paul said, get involved in different things, you can always contact us and uh, come and have a look at all the exciting things we do here with our students brilliant thanks dan and just before we finish uh one final question what's your favorite piece of kit probably the bod pod uh we've had it for many years um and it's good for measuring body composition but it looks like some sort of strange teleportation device and if you're old enough to remember a film called the fly it looks like uh, it was in that and uh it's still the thing that athletes when they pay for services and come to see us that's the thing they always want to go in uh the most so it's well and truly done its service to us over the last however many years and i'm still inclined to occasionally have a little go in there myself self too. But Dan, I think I'm going to decline your offer and I'm going nowhere near the bod pod. <laughs> but uh, thank you so much for your time today. Uh, it's been fascinating to look around all of these new amazing spaces. Thanks, Dan. Thanks, Paul. Great. Thank you to everyone that made this episode possible. Our programme today was edited and produced by James Cook. Special thanks to Juliet and the People, Culture and Inclusion team and Dan Stretch on behalf of Sports Lab. Music for this show is from the freemusicarchive.org featuring Ketzer. Our webpages are canterbury.ac.uk forward slash sport where you can find out more about our Walkie Talkies project and get in touch. Don't forget to like and subscribe from wherever you get your podcasts. And if you can, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. I hope today's episode helped to get you out for a walk and hopefully connected you to some of our colleagues and students at Christchurch. I'm Paul Carney, 
and I'll be back next time for more tales from across our university and beyond. <laughs>